Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, we got the dynamic duo here. We've got DJ Alpine. We've got the photographer, Samer Ghani. I see you guys out all the time, uh, you know, doing all kinds of uh, dope shit for a lot of different people. And I'm excited that we could all put our heads together and find a time to sit down already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. So thank you guys for being on the yeah. show. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. us. A little weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are your days going so far? Uh, pretty pretty well. decent. Yeah, I had to wake up and then go see Samer's face, so that's always a good start, you know? Um, beautiful. Yeah, same. So what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, we uh, talk about love and fear through the creative and passionate minds, and we also just trace back and like kind of have an in-depth look on why we do what we do. Um, both of you obviously are of different creative mediums, but um, you guys work together a lot. Um, we, we have to say her name at this point, uh, Schlee. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, who? She's, ter she's, she's terrible, man. She's awful. Um, sorry, I've, actually. I've never met her. <laughs> yeah, um, well, no one really has. It's just a name people throw up, throw around a lot. But um, For sure. but uh, so you guys obviously work together, uh, or you know, you you guys like are good friends and everything. So um, to start, uh, we'll go like one at a time. So Alpine, we'll cool. start with you. Um, tell me about like where you started finding like DJing and having and playing music and manipulating it in your own creative way as an outlet for yourself. Sure. Uh, well, it actually all started, um, I have to tell a little bit of Shlee's story to tell my story, oh, if that God. makes sense. So <laughs> she, she, <laughs> yeah. she uh, was in this group called LPG for mm -hmm. Lollipop Gang. Um, nice. And then, like, I remember we were walking outside of this pick and save, and she was like, hey, like, they're just not taking this seriously. Like, I think I might go solo. And I was like, you fucking do that. Like, that's that seems like I mean, you're the best one out of it. Mm -hmm. So um, she ended up doing that. And then eventually she was like, I want you to be a part of this. But like, how? And I was like, I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I tried rapping. That's not, that's obviously not my, <laughs> my yeah. lane, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I could see it. Uh, I mean, no, I could definitely spit a couple bars, but oh, nothing, cool. nothing like. Only like recreationally. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sure. After a couple of yeah. tequila shots. You know. Off the record. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but um, then she was like, I don't need a manager or anything. Like, what would you want to do? And I was like, I love music. I learned lyrics so quickly. Um, I was like, why don't I just try DJing? And she was like, okay. So then I just literally bought a board. And then uh, before I even knew how to do anything, she had me up on stage with her performing at Alverno. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So that was scary for me because yeah. I was like what if I mess up and I did a lot uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so did she though so it was all sure. a whole learning curve so for yeah. at least for live performances we grew a lot together mm -hmm. um, but then I just started not just being her DJ for her show stuff um, and then I took it a lot more seriously and I saw that there was opportunities outside of the Schleberry brand yeah um, and I just really took that and ran with it um, mm -hmm. it's something I absolutely love to do I just love playing music I love having people interact with the music I'm yeah. playing just being able to cut the music and have people scream it is just like the number mm -hmm. one thing that make, puts a smile on my face you know um, so yeah that's kind of where it all started from and now I just 
want to bring people together because they all make music I like and if they don't like each other I want them to like each other so they can make a song together so then I can profit from it you know yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's all, all selfish here yeah you have your um your back-minded self-interest there yeah a little bit for sure yeah um so who, uh, outside of Schley, uh, who are like a lot of like your regular collaborators that you like work with? Okay, um, I hate to say them because they're ugly and they, they smell Let like feet. Let me guess, Yogi B and Keys? Yeah, exactly. How do you know? <laughs> the ugly comment? It smells like feet comment. Yeah, uh, the PBR guzzling. <laughs> yeah, the phenoms. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, those two. Um, I like so if I have a, a booked date with Schleberry, I don't book for anybody else. If I, um, she's like number one, and then so Yogi B and Keys would be like number two. Mm -hmm. um, I would take them over almost anybody else. But I've done a lot of work with Niall. Um, Miss Mocha has her events all mm -hmm. the time, so through her, I've uh, ran into like Mo City, uh, Fifth, oh, yeah. and Paper Sacks, like the, the whole the high, crew, yeah. the high five guys. Shout out all those guys. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and then, geez, I don't know. I've done stuff with Vogel Park. Um, I've done, uh, like people always ask me if I'm a wedding DJ, yeah. and I have done two weddings, okay. but I wouldn't consider myself a wedding DJ. Uh -huh. um, Do you feel like the, the, the um, married couple was like receptive to it? Oh, I mean, I, I was very much like, I will play whatever you want because yeah. you're paying me a lot of money for this. Nice. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I like to work with everybody too. Mm -hmm. um, it's fun for like Jane. Jane oh yeah, Jane. Uh, Duke Marciano, um, Genesis Renji uh, mm -hmm. had me a couple times for him. Um, geez, uh, there's a guy, um, he goes by Ducci now. Oh, and, yeah, uh, I know. Marcy McClinton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> he's like mad talented. Mm -hmm. An artist performing, you know, is one thing, and they can only do so much when, like, you know, they're not when there's not that collaborative nature of like having a DJ. Oh, so sure. it's like, you know, you're still putting your own, your, your own personality um, to, to the performance of that artist, which is, which is how it, you know, becomes like, you know, an art form in itself. For sure. Um, so this is, that's kind of a conversation that me and Jay Lamo had. He was like, how do I get a DJ that um, I could like, have the interaction with the you and Shlee do. And I was like, honestly, like, I could be that DJ for you, but you have to be very close with that person. You have to rehearse a lot. So then yeah. just like the, the things, um, like playing the music, you're cutting out here and there, that becomes just like second nature. And then you can focus on the banter between one another. Yeah. Um, and that just all comes from being comfortable with the person that you're working with. Mm -hmm. um, so when people ask me like, oh, can you DJ for me and do what you do for Shlee? The answer is no, right. I, I can't because I, I don't, interact with you in that way. It's about that, that personal relationship you have with the artist. Yeah. yeah, totally, that makes sense. Uh, Sam, I want to turn the table to you. Where did you start finding uh, the outlet of photography as you know something that you really found yourself in through? Um, I went to a, a high school called uh, Ronald Reagan, and uh, there's like a couple paths you could take in that high school, and I took like a, the art path. like. Um, and for our senior year, we had to like make a full like 32 piece gallery and like showcase it like that's what we had to do to graduate or like get our art credit. And I was like really bad at like painting and drawing and sculpture and like found object was fun, but I was like terrible. And it just like felt like like nails on a chalkboard to make any other type of medium. <clears throat> so I like, had like a long discourse with my art teacher. His name is Mr. Mr. Chad, and nice. I think he won like MTS is like 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 one of the nation's like best art teachers last sure. past year, which is he definitely deserves it. <clears throat> so shout out Mr. Chad uh, at Reagan, but uh, he, he he like rented me one of the school cameras. It was like one of the first versions of the Canon Rebel, 
and uh, I just started shooting and I produced like a ton of work for my art gallery and it got published in on Milwaukee like my photo got published on on Milwaukee to showcase Reagan's like whole senior gallery mm -hmm. and I kind of knew like maybe this is something I can run with so I went to Cardinal Church University in the end of 2011 uh, for photography transferred to UWM for photography dropped out <laughs> um, sure. started working at Apple started making music released like a solo EP was like really into the music scene when I started working at Apple, I met Shelly and I was like, yo, well, I can make produce beats for you. We should hang out sometime and just like get to know each other. So she came over to my apartment. We were like just getting to know each other, like tell, basically telling each other's, like each other's life story, which was like really mm -hmm. good. It was like really good for us to like build a, a foundation of a relationship. Yeah. And um, oh, she asked like what I did and I kind of like told her that whole spiel of like being in high school and being in university for photography. And I was like, you know what? I went to buy a camera, so I bought a camera while I was hanging out with Shalit. Oh, wow. And then like, I went to Colorado like a couple weeks later and started shooting and like fell back in love with it. And then I just like started going to like all the connections I made in the music scene while I was like producing a solo EP and like performing um, with the people in Paper Holland, the people like with, with Shalit and like the whole High Tribe crew because like, I've worked with uh, Matt or Miles uh, yeah. at Outpost uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. for a while, so like, I, I became close to so many artists, so I just, oh, yeah. instead of like performing with them, I just started shooting them, and it kind of just snowballed from there until mm. um, whatever it is now. I, I can't even like fathom what's going on right now. I, I don't understand it. Uh, it's just, it's it's uh, it's blurry. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it truly is, like a lot has happened. Yeah, you kind of just, you know, wake up one day and decide, well, I guess I'm, uh, I guess, this is, this is what I'm doing today. Yeah, Don't exactly. know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah, but exactly, yeah. exactly. No, of course. Um, yeah, so, I didn't know that you made music at one point. Yeah, I uh, still do actually. Oh, word. Yeah. What kind of, yeah, I guess like, uh, in what vein is it? It's like garbage punk. Oh, it's right. awesome. I, I it's love like, it. It's like a Beethoven made punk music. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, not, sure. not quite. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's just like garage punk and it's like a lot of fun and, and like, we don't have any aspirations of like, Sorry, Sam and Jared, but like we don't have any aspirations of like making it huge. But I think like we just want to like go on stage and play like short sets that are fast sure. and fun and like just like kind of get it out a little bit still, like entertain the punk inside still. Sure. Well, when you uh, do a punk rendition of Beethoven's Ninth, let me know. Yeah, I got you. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Shred that one out. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what we're looking for out here. <laughs> so how did you both? So I imagine you both came into contact through Schley. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually uh, for we were planning out the the cover shoot for Schley's uh, Yellow Streak project. Um, we met up at uh, Starbucks. Um, and so I remember distinctly like meeting this guy and I'm like, wow, he's short. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, then, and then we were ordering in line and he gets a coffee and then something to eat. And I was like, well, I can't be outdone. I'm hungry too. I gotta get something to eat. That's yeah, amazing. This dude's trying to show me up. Right, I swear. And I was, I was like, oh, like, who is this kid? And, like, I, and it was so hard to get a read on for the longest yeah. time. And then I realized I'm like, oh, he's just a fucking nerd. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's perfect. So, yeah. then, so then we started guy. Yeah, exactly. We started clicking it off of like the weird stuff, like uh, Overwatch and and the Smash Legend of Zelda things. Smash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so I was like, wow, she can actually pick some cool people to hang mm -hmm. out with sometimes. Yeah, like, relatively. Yeah, I don't know what happened with me when she picked me, but yeah. like everybody else seems to be all right. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like I I really admire your guys' work ethic because. I think that there's people that can very easily take themselves too seriously, which kind of leads to a lot of like external externalizing on other people and like just making it not fun for 
the whole group, but if people that like take themselves seriously, but just run with it, have fun, make fun of each other, like that is that like that's the that's the mutualistic relationship that I feel like makes a very uh, uh, a force to be reckoned with team. So you're saying because we all talk shit about each other, we're forced to be reckoned with? Yes. I didn't ever like expect I to like hear that in my me. life. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. No, it's, that's honestly like that's a team I want to I want to work in. You don't you don't see it like when when like Schley and Chris are like roasting me too hard or like Chris, I'm just like man, <laughs> he gets so upset. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it, <laughs> bro. Like, yeah, even here like with high five, like it's you know there's like twelve people maybe that all make encompass like a high five team. Sure. Uh, we literally like um, it, it, it happens especially in the late hours like you know when it gets around like 12 1 a.m. like we that's when the roasts start happening oh, okay. across the room oh, yeah. um, <laughs> you know I've uh, I've been called some uh, some choice things um, <laughs> um, and you know, there was, there was one day we were just roasting the shit out of Ryan. Like, you look like you you work you work at a, a Journeys for Kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does. Yeah, it's, just, it's <laughs> the studded converse, man. Yeah, man. Uh, but and that was also okay. I, Austin Mankey, we love you. Shout out Austin. But there was one day out of nowhere, we just all randomly started roasting Austin Mankey. Oh, Mankey. Someone said that, someone said, Austin looks like if the grouch was a person. <laughs> God bless your soul. We love you, Austin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is he still alive after that comment? I, I, I think he like deactivated his social media. We haven't heard from him since. Uh, he wasn't even there, but, oh, man. but he must have just felt it. He from, felt the energy. The yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the roast was still yeah. But I, every roast I get or give is so it's like, it's it's completely, um, uh, it's out of affection. Oh, you know? of course, yeah. It's all affectionate because I I can't work with people that aren't going to make fun of me. Yeah. And I, can't work with <laughs> I can't work with people that I can't make fun of. No. I love to make fun of people. For I sure. may be Mr. Nice Guy, <laughs> but I make fun of people. <laughs> like I and it's it's but it's it's I could, I wouldn't make fun of you if I didn't like you. Exactly. Yeah, if I don't like someone, you'll know because I'm silent towards them. Yeah. If I start roasting someone, that means that, like, we're cool. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Right. It means I know, I, I know that you can take it or that... Oh, sometimes I don't even know that. But it's just like, you're going to either accept this or you're going to go home crying. Like, yeah. sorry, either way. Yeah, but... you better build a tolerance to it. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. like, I'm easy to make fun of. So if I make fun of you and you don't roast me back, it's like, quit being timid. Like, I, do you want me to write down some things for you to take pointers to make fun mm -hmm. of me for because like I got a, a, a fat face you know <laughs> my style is fucking whack yeah. like I'm fucking super tall and white and I can barely dunk like come on now like there's a whole list like yeah. okay but you guys don't want the smoke on the basketball court all right That's okay you look like a bucks water boy a bucks water boy yeah, yeah you says have, you <laughs> okay. you look like <laughs> the dynamic of like Ashley and Chris like roasting each other all the time like help take our relationship like just so fast, like the trust was built so quickly yeah. off of that. Right, for sure. Yeah. Especially after like shooting that yellow streak, where like it was definitely like the first collaboration Shlee and I had together. And, like <laughs> oh, like so it was cool. really, it was cool, and yeah. it was like it was all her vision. So like she planned every like frame of it out exactly mm -hmm. what she wanted it to look like, and it was before like we were coworkers before that, but we weren't quite friends, and it was hard for me to like 
come into that group. It took a long, it took like almost a full year, I yeah. would say, like yeah, for, sure. for me to like really be like indoctrinated into this like yeah this this punk ass crew. That they got <laughs> right. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. 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 Because we already had um, the visuals from. Uh, at the time, he was going by Key Divergence, but got Gonzalez version. Roger, yeah. oh, shout out Roger. Shout out Roger. Yeah. Can't forget Roger. So, like the whole, like she had a talk with me. She was like, "Do you think he's gonna be mad if I bring in like a, a photographer or something?" Like, the Samer's so cool. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like it just makes sense to add him in. Yeah. But like, we didn't want any animosity. I was like, "Who cares?" Like, yeah. Like, if anything, if he feels threatened by the photography, maybe it'll help him step up his photography. Right. Yeah. You know? So. Um, Luckily, just, that wasn't the case by any means. Yeah. Me and Junior hit it off right away, too. Mm -hmm. like, which, again, shout out Gonzalez Visuals. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, like, I, and I think that it's just so indoctrinated in us to view people of the same medium as competition. Yeah, and that's, oh, okay, I, I, have a, I have a large tangent. I just, please go, okay. go for yeah, it. Please. So, seeing what Schley goes through and what other artists go through for the, especially in the hip hop scene, I'm not too uh, familiar with like the punk scene or, yeah. or any of that, but um, a lot of people pit people against each other just yeah. because they're in the same lane. But I don't feel that at all with DJs. Yeah. Um, so, the, shout out to the Home Wreckers and Alex Keys um, that oh, yeah. helped put together Plum Day. Oh, yeah. Um, Fun so, ass guys. Yeah. yeah. So, they, it's literally a night that's just like, all around just br bring shine to other DJs mm -hmm. um, and then they have like X number of time slots to fit and then they just bring like DJs that they think are cool yeah. up there to help them uh, get a foot in the door in like the club scene you know mm -hmm. um, and so everything in the DJ scene from what I can see is just everybody trying to help one another um, very supportive I've reached out to many different DJs including Moses DJ Mondo um, oh, yeah. drip sweat all for like some advice or some help you and know? they're all so different yeah 100% yeah, yeah. Um, but they're all supportive of one another and then you see the hip-hop scene where people won't share this or that or the other thing because of the, I feel in my um, opinion it, they're afraid that the other person might steal their shine and yeah. be the first one out of Milwaukee when they want to be that, you know? Yeah. Um, so, just like when you mentioned people seeing competition in one another, it doesn't have to be that. Yeah. It, you can work together. Right. Like, just because, like, one fan isn't a fan of just one artist. Exactly. At all. Like, yeah. they can be a fan of many different artists. Yeah. Like, I like uh, Panic at the Disco. But then I also listen to like Migos and J. Cole and yeah. everything. So like yeah. I, you can have a vastly different uh, like number of artists that you can be a fan of. And people yeah. just like kind of lose that. Of course. You know? So they're like, oh, well, if they like them, they're not going to like me or they won't come mm -hmm. to my show because they went to theirs. So like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like let's build together right. to build a platform. I know you're talking about this a little bit with Jeremy when he was here. Yeah. Um, just build a platform that we all together can then shine. Right. With. That's what the DJ scene is doing here in Milwaukee. And it's incredible yeah. to see. Of like course. they brought me in, and I'm not by any means like an electronic DJ, um, but but at all. But I went to Plum and I was freaking out because everybody's playing EDM, and I'm like, what am I gonna do? Like I'm just gonna flop here. And then every all the other DJs were like, calm down, like you are dope. Just go up there and have fun, and it's gonna show, and you're gonna yeah. turn the whole crowd around. Yeah. And the first time I went there, there's a whole dance crew um, that is from here in Milwaukee, and they came out to the dance floor as soon as I started spinning, and I was like, "This is so cool!" Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, so yeah, it's it's just like yeah. um, I don't mean to like 
this is no shade by any means, but just like go out and support each other. Like make music with the people that you think are dope, whether or not you think they're gonna steal your shine or not. They're not going to. Yeah. Making music with them is gonna get their fan base to listen to you if they wouldn't have before and yeah. vice versa. It's just a, a win-win for both of you guys. Yeah, dude, I, I, like, I wholeheartedly agree. I experienced that. Like um, when I started doing Mr. Nice Guy, I, I feel like I ran into that like um, kind of uh, intimidation because like I'm trying to infiltrate a scene not knowing too much about it and I'm still sure. very like amateur at like you know using a camera and like being in this form but like so I talked to Tyree okay Tyree Pope um you know I had seen kicking it with Tyree and like I was like I don't want to you know I don't want to like compete with him I don't want to like right. I don't want this show to like you know replicate what he's doing or you know kind of like too much like um, overlap between like his show's theme and mine, mm -hmm. but and I talked to him about it and I was like, I just want to make sure like I'm doing something you know distinct from you because like I don't want to like um, something something um, <laughs> uh, I don't want to like you know overstep that and yeah. he was like, bro, just just do what what your heart like desires like just do what like you know is true to you like don't worry about me and yeah. like like you know instead of viewing it as or even breaking entering like you know there, sure there's other music publications in the city there's marquee record shepherd express mm -hmm. journal sentinel but we're doing at the end of the day like we are our own brand and we invest it internally in ourselves rather than oh i need we need to be better than than this publication we need to like have we need to have more of a draw than than them like you you can like be friends with those people too and just listen to their and just pay attention to what they do mm -hmm. but and and respect them for doing that yeah you know and you can always learn from it too like i watch these other electronic djs doing things that they can do um with electronic music that i can't do and i'm like oh you guys are so fucking dope like yeah every time i'm at plum i'm just i and i stay standing next to the dj booth just watching them and studying and, mm -hmm. and like it blows my mind some of the things that these people can do it and i'm like fuck like i just want to have a show and like throw a show and have all you guys on it because you guys are incredible you know and yeah. it's not like oh well i'm mad because she's better than me and or right. whatever blah, blah blah it's like no like i can say that they're obviously better yeah. at spinning EDM music than I can. Well, one thousand percent. Yeah, I just appreciate it, and then I let them know. Mm -hmm. Like that's such a big thing. Like when, when people are willing to just go out and be like, "Hey, you're dope. Yeah, you are um, like incredible at what you do." The one for me, like that feels so good. Yeah, because they didn't have to come say that to me, right. you know. Yeah. So I try to do that as much as I can. If like only when it's obviously earned. If someone's horrible, I'm not gonna be like, "Yeah, that was incredible, man." But right. I'm right. not gonna be like, "Man, you're shit either." You know? Yeah. Um, but just just let people know that they're dope and they're doing good stuff, and then yeah. they're gonna keep on doing it, and then everything's gonna profit from yeah. it. Yeah. And then you build a lot of you build a lot more confidence in yourself doing that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Sam, how do you feel about like you know it, with your own experience being photographer? Because there's a lot of really dope photographers in the yeah, city. There's, there's so many. There's a lot, and I think I think that's almost better because when you're working with like a service industry artist, whether it's like a DJ, a videographer, a photographer, a graphic artist. Um, you should be looking for the artist that suits your flavor best like you don't have to prescribe to like who's who is like the better or has more clout or anything like that like if I can't produce what you're looking for I can definitely help you find the right person because mm -hmm. the last thing I want to do is like fuck up the job yeah you know like I don't want that for me I definitely don't want that for you and I think uh, I don't see other photographers as like competition I almost see them as like 
dang, how did that person do that? That's yeah, that's dope. I would sure. have never done right. done it that way, mm-hmm. or even thought to. So when I think of like good photographers, I think of people like Kelly Bolter, like the way she shoots analog and film. It's like blows my fucking mind or like another photographer that I like consistently run into is Lily and Lily's so oh yeah she's so, she's so talented and passionate yeah. and I think when obviously like like some of the kings like Weston Rich and Optic Brema is like uh, oh, yeah. like amazing and I think I don't see any of them as competition more so as like co-workers like yeah we don't get to work together very often if at all but when I see them I'm like dope yeah. like, and I think when from the outside like if i'm a musician or a business owner i'm looking for a photographer just always look for what you're looking for mm-hmm. make sure you're, you're you're hiring the right plumber for the job or right, the yeah. right contractor for the job don't don't just go for who's cheaper or who you think you can get a deal from or or any of that like just find the right person for right. the job Talk. or necessarily even who like you might know better than another person yeah. because like at the end of like it's like you, everyone has their own spin on it they have their own expertise exactly Exactly, and I so I, I don't really see other artists as like competition. And to, to Chris's point, like the more photographers and cameramen and women that that do well in the city, the more people are going to recognize it as like mm-hmm. a a profession that needs to be supported. Yes, and uh, if we don't support each other, it's just like a bloodbath out there. Yeah, no one wins. Yeah, exactly. And I, I see you working with like all kinds of different creatives and activists and people that are just that have some kind of passion i see you doing shoots for all kinds of people which is dope Thanks, um, man. yeah and of course so um like what is your creative process with like um with you know using the skills and the the spin that you're capable of and like working with them to like understand what they want from you um, a lot of times with artists, they don't always know what they're looking for unless it's like album art or specific promos and stuff. When it's that, like when I can, when I'm given a vision, I usually know exactly like how to drive there. And like I said, if I don't, I always recommend somebody else. Yeah. But, um, for things that like people are like, hey, I just want to shoot with you. Like I really love your aesthetic. I'm like, okay. I usually like bake on the thought for a while. Like I'll, I'll like listen to their music or like scroll their Instagram and just try to get a vibe of like who like what their aesthetic is and then try to match it. So like, I think my most recent example is Luxie. I shot with Luxie and she was like, I just really, I just really want to work with you. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is like long overdue. And I like thought about it for a long time. And I was like, you know, I really see it like in my mind's eyes. So we went to the, like the backyard of the art museum and Luxie's so like, uh, universally majestic. Like she, I'm, I'm positive she's made out of stardust, and I was like, yeah. I just like have to make the grass red, and like yeah. I have to like make everything like purple and yeah. pink, and like match that. She's mystical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. So, so it's a lot of like trying to to character match like through the through the camera, and uh, even like working with Jen, it was like a lot of he had like a really specific vision. And I really appreciated that about working with with Genesis, but it was a lot of like character matching and and just like being the vessel of like what they needed me to be, but also mm-hmm. like pulling out my creative yeah. like input as well. Yeah. Nine times out of ten it's it's like a it's a wonderful collaboration. And one time out of ten it's like pulling teeth because I can't help you if you don't know what you're looking for. Yeah. You know, yeah, like exactly. so uh, so that doesn't happen all too often. I think artists are pretty good about like explaining vision, but I think there is some etiquette missing from some some artists that are like maybe new to the scene or haven't mm-hmm. worked with like artists outside of their circle yeah. and I think it's good I think it's good for artists to like I don't want to say fail but to like fall and try again that's yeah. like the only way you learn yeah absolutely you know? so um as you know many people in you know Milwaukee and its scene are aware 
you had an incident a couple months ago. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. You had your uh, your duffel bag stolen, and uh, you were you. It was crowdfunded, and you were able to purchase a new camera. Yeah, that was insane. That is I didn't, amazing. Yeah, I'm incredibly grateful for that. I didn't expect that. I didn't even like run the GoFundMe. Um, Andy Kosanki of Paper Hound. Uh, probably Robert, one of my best, oh, uh, one of my best friends. One of my favorite Milwaukee bands too. Like they're yeah, they're so incredible. Paper Hound. Amazing. Yes. Love you, Joe. Love you, Andy. Mark. Ted. Glenn. Sean. Luke. <laughs> yeah. <Russ>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So many. Yeah. Catch them at uh, Cooperage this weekend. Laura. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so um, I was with the Nasty Boys, and they. Um, uh, it was like very surreal. I went outside to, to, to get my bag and it was just gone, which it's like, okay. So uh, Joe, I was just like freaking out. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I called Schley. Schley was like, we're going to figure this out. And I was like, Schley, this is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and Joe Plum, a very old friend of Andy's, like lifelong friend was like, hey, do you mind if I call Andy? I think, I think he's going to know what to do. And I was like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. So whatever at this point. And Andy, like within an hour, like, created a GoFundMe, sent out like a hundred emails to all the artists I've worked with for free because for like three years I've worked for artists for free and I like never charged them. So yeah. I was like going out to like countless numbers of shows, like doing endless shoots all for free. And uh, I think it, I, I think, and I don't know, but this is like the only way I was, I'm able to process the, the blessing that, that was bestowed upon me through Milwaukee. But people saw that how hard I worked for them for so long. Yeah. And I, I feel like so incredibly grateful that they were able to give something, even, even just like sharing the posts and like yeah. not, even if like the people who didn't donate, which it, it doesn't matter. Like everyone was just there for me and mm -hmm. I didn't, I was definitely at a point, like especially eight days on the road, like on that eighth day on the fucking road, I was like losing my sanity and I was just like, I don't think anyone fucking cares about me in Milwaukee. And I think like that was the universe going like nah man like people do care about you. Yeah. Um, so it was a it was definitely like a, a blessing and a lesson learned like in the most unexpected way possible. I imagine like I, I that, that's so incredible, dude. I'm like so happy for you that that thank worked you. out. Like I mean, you really are very valued by the scene. I, and, yeah, thank you. And I can only imagine like how seen and heard you felt from that from just being uplifted in that way. Um, on your hand, tell me about your birthday celebration. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You had a fun time is what my so, understanding yeah. was. So I, <laughs> it all started, I just wanted to throw a show for my birthday. And I want, again, this is me kind of coming back to being selfish. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I want to hear my favorite songs from my favorite artists in Milwaukee for my birthday. And I was like, yeah. how do I do this? So I was like, Shalia, I'm going to have you perform. And then I asked Yogi B and Keys to perform. And they're like, oh, no, we don't really fuck with you that much. And then, <laughs> yeah. then, then YB was like, we'll do it under one condition. And I was like, God, I hate this already. Yeah. What, what is it? And they're like, we have to get you shit-faced. And I was like, sure. <laughs> and then I kind of like, like just kind of left that on the back burner for a while. Mm -hmm. And then it like started getting closer. I'm like, fuck, they're really going to get me drunk. Like really, really drunk. Cause I don't drink like that. You know, I, I smoke a decent amount, but I do not drink like that. Yeah. So I was worried, like actually worried. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I, I just kind of, I hit up um, David Tonic Tavern because 
we always throw shows there. And they're, yeah, they're always a ton of fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, the bar is right there, right by the stage, yeah, so you don't yeah, have to yeah. walk away to get yeah. a drink. It's, too a, far. it's very intimate. Absolutely. You know. yeah. So I just started uh, inviting all these artists, like, hey, I want you to perform this one song, and they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> this is just my favorite song that you have, and I want to hear it for my birthday. Is mm -hmm. that cool? And they're like, yeah, I got you. So I had all these different artists come on out from Magic. Uh, then I had. Um, Paper Stacks, Most City Fifth Dude, the Chicken Fried, I had, um, uh, had Genesis Renji come on up, um, geez, uh, Taj Virgil come on up too. Oh, yeah. um, and it was cool to have all those artists in one place oh, yeah. for one like event, right. um, which really like was the big payoff for me. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't getting drunk for free, like that was cool, you know? Yeah. Throwing up uh, outside of Tonic was awesome. Thanks everybody. So wholesome. Uh, yeah. But no, just seeing everybody there for, for like one like for one event, um, they're all talking to each other and networking and everything. That was so amazing to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I threw one event and had these people that might not have like interacted yeah. um, otherwise, like in the same room talking to each other. That was incredible. I'm like, this is what Milwaukee needs more of. Yeah. Um, so that was amazing. And then there's one guy named Zach that kept on feeding me shots. Uh, one guy named Zach. Yeah, so yeah, shout out to you. Um, he <laughs> yeah, seriously what, gave me like- What are they shots of? I, anything. Like oh, it was God. different like every time. Oh, terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're telling me, man. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. So uh, at the end of the night, I had the homewreckers uh, close out the night because I knew I was going to be drunk. I knew I was going to want to socialize yeah. and, and drink Those are a big more. drinkers too. Oh, for sure. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I- <laughs> I um, had Austin come on up as soon as he got there and he gave me a, a little bottle of Hennessy. Um, and then so I just, I was like, oh, thanks, man. And I put it down because I was still DJing and everything. I was like, I can't get too drunk. He's like, no, picks it up, cracks it open, and hands it to me. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. So I had to take like a big swig of that. Or you just had no say. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Like I felt so powerless. Like yeah, everybody was yeah. like, here's a drink. And I'm like, Fuck. Especially when they're spending money on your oh, drinks. 100%. And then the next morning I was dead in the studio and I was mad at Magic because he threw up at the, the um, tonic the same night too. He was like, how did I get this drunk for your birthday? Um, and then I saw him on Snapchat like alive and well the next morning and I'm dying in the studio like yeah. still throwing up and everything. I'm like, fuck <laughs> him, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then shout out to Yogi B. Keys, Jane, uh, The Morn um, for coming and clutch for me oh, and yeah. bringing me out of the studio so I could get a, a burger and a bloody and then that just brought me back to life. Man, yeah. <laughs> you gotta they say you gotta drink more yeah. in order oh, to man. ease it. It was a, okay. Anybody who's watching this right now, if you've been to Oscar's Pub and Grill, tell me right now if their bloodies are good or not. Because I had one and it was horrible. Horrible. It might have just really? been a bad bloody at the sure. time or whatever, but someone told me that they were good and I said that they yeah. were wrong. No, Jane Joyce agreed with me. It was a horrible, horrible Bloody Mary. Right. So either fire that bartender or get some better Bloody Marys, okay? So on that on that note, I haven't found a taste for Bloody Marys yet. I need oh I God. I want to like them so bad. Vanguard's got a good bloody. Vanguard. Yeah, yeah Vanguard's oh, yeah. got a solid <laughs> sure. um, yeah. I had my first one uh, at the Wicked Hop. Okay, so that's like probably my either my first or second favorite Bloody Mary. Okay, in the city. sure. Yeah, but I maybe it's just an acquired taste. Um, I used to hate them. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Because like I mean, I liked it was something I liked the taste of like you know the first two sips, but then I'm like I have a whole glass of this. Like I can't keep. <laughs> I don't want to keep you know sipping hot sauce vodka. So that's that's <laughs> my favorite part of it is that it's spicy from the Wicked Hop. Uh, other places to catch a good Bloody Mary would be Sullivan's. 
Uh, so I've heard. And then uh, absolutely, um, Vanguard, uh, Vanguard yeah. has a good one. Vanguard is much less, um, they're much more on the mild side, not okay. too spicy. Yeah. Um, the the Wicked Hop one is probably the spiciest okay. one now, which is why I like it so much. Sure. Give me recommendations for good bloodies yeah. ones that I can like find a real taste for. Cause I, and you know, it's it's like one of those things. Like, I don't think anyone like likes beer the first time they hated it. They're drinking it to get it. you. You only drink it to get drunk. Yeah. Right? But when I got to college and I was drinking, I was getting tossed cans of Miller Lite okay. like copious every beer, yeah, yeah every weekend. I'm like, okay, like. It ain't bad, you know? Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And then you can move on to some like different beers. Schlee is the biggest example that she used to hate beer. Absolutely hate yeah. it. But then she started, she found one that she liked. Yeah. Um, with, and it was like a, a berry flavored one. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. You got, yeah, you got to ease into it. You're not going to start with an exactly. IPA. Yeah. Know? And so now she's in the IPAs and everything. Yeah, me too. Yeah. What are the, so like, do you have like residencies at different places right now? Uh, I do not. Um, actually, I want some, but it's hard to get into the club scene here, um, especially being a DJ that predominantly spins hip-hop. Yeah. Um, a lot of the places like Element, um, and Site is like on the, the, the border about it, but they love their electronic music. Yeah, um, yeah, but in a slightly like hipster aesthetic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, places that I would want to get a residency, I would be like Site 1A, 720. Yeah. Um, just any place that would allow me to play some some high energy hip hop mm -hmm. uh, that is popular, mixed in with some old school, mixed in with some stuff they probably haven't heard yet. Yeah. Like that's, I love being able to play something that people love and then playing something that people forgot that they loved yeah. and then spinning in something that's like the same vein but they haven't heard yet and then people go up and be like, what is the name of the song? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you know that, uh, whatever that thing is that you can click and then Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. Oh my you can Shazam it and not ask me because I'm so, so bad with artists' names too. Like I'll know every word to the <laughs> yeah. song, but I won't know who it's by for some reason. Like, I'm the opposite. I know like no words to any song, but I know song names pretty well. I feel it's so embarrassing being, being <laughs> yeah. a DJ and they're like, who is this by? And I'm like, one second. Yeah. Like, oh, real quick. <laughs> You're like pulling up the Shazam under like so yeah, right? see it. But like so it's just as embarrassing for me when everyone in the crowd no, is belting out every word and I am just standing here like <laughs> what do I say? Like I don't I don't know the fucking words. Like yeah, for sure. I, I can't do that shit. Um <laughs> I don't know why. I suck at remembering like re recalling lyrics. For sure. Unless it's like something that I'm listening to like over a very extended period of sure, time, sure. repeatedly. Yeah, I'm like one or two listens, and I'll have the gist of the the melodies down and everything with the lyrics. But then when it comes to like actual like the bars of it, <laughs> uh, it takes me like five, six yeah. listens. Yeah, I think um, it's just I think it's a matter of just how everyone's brain just operates different. For sure. You know? yeah, some people absolutely. are good at math. Some people can spell. Yep. You know, and I can't do either. So. <laughs> yeah. Or or you can be alpine. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, um, how do you guys feel like? Um, so, like, I know you have shoots like most of the time. That's why it was so hard for us yeah. to, to schedule this interview. But I'm glad that we were able to, uh, you know, uh, find a time. So, um, so like even on days when you like you're not shooting, um, how do you feel like you are like? consciously and subconsciously like practicing your craft every day um i think like the 
you can't like turn the beast inside off anymore, especially when you do it full time. Uh, so I've been full time for like the better part of this year now, and uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, like the gears never stop turning. So I'm always laying in bed with my partner, playing video games, like skating, drinking, eating. Like I'm constantly thinking, like analyzing, like my surroundings, color patterns, like what would this look like in frame? How would mm -hmm. I edit it? Why? Luckily, like I always have my phone on me, so like I'm always shooting, even when I'm like having it off it. And I think. It's just like working out, like you always wanna, you don't wanna like take a break from working out, otherwise you come back yeah. to it and it's worse, so. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, I don't know, like the gears never stop. It's like, and it's definitely driving me mad, but like, <laughs> like yeah. the gears, like just, they like truly never turn off. Dude, yeah, I, 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 I feel that. I'm like constantly updating my list of every person I need to interview on the show, or, you know, shows that like I want to cover for break and entering. It's it never stops. Yeah. And the second I get like an idea, like someone's name pops in my head, or if I meet somebody that seems interesting, like I can't. I'm gonna forget if I don't like immediately pull up my phone, start taking notes and shit. Right. I have so many um, like just screenshots of songs that I have to download so I can. Yeah, yeah. Like my my phone is like. Half memes, half just screenshots <laughs> yeah, of songs, you know. Yeah. So, like, if I'd peruse the the Apple Music and all the randomly curated playlists that they yeah. have all the time, and I'll pick like one or two songs from each of them. A lot of it's just like hot, regurgitated garbage, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, like yeah. So I even now I probably have like 300 songs that I'm saving my phone that I have to still download to to spend. Damn, yeah. So it's, you're constantly like you. you it's I think like all three of us are kind of speaking in that on that that like you're just the gears don't shut off. Yeah. There's still like that intuitive process sure. of like you know coming across little things or the intricacies of life. Yeah. Or yeah, like songs mm -hmm. that you know would just you could implement into your set. Like yeah. how like how like like that can you're just kind of like taking notes as you go on, and that's I think that's a really great instinct, and that that kind of like shows that like you know it, it kind of it reinforces that work ethic really well for sure I agree. Um, for me when uh, people are like oh i haven't heard the songs i don't listen to the radio and i'm like that's just like asinine to me because there's so many good djs that are on the radio that i listen to for like this transition like how did they do this or like what effect did they throw on yeah. this and how, why did they go from this song to this song and and like it's a total switch of, of, of like pace of the song but the bpm mm -hmm. match but it's just half time now and it's just like oh like I, I drive myself crazy about like listening to to like DJO and everything, and then I even listen to the this like the radio DJs like Promise that's just talking and everything. I'm like, how can I come across as put together and as like cool, suave kind of a thing yeah. as they do? Because um, that's a big like insecurity of mine is actually being on the microphone talking to people. Yeah. So when I DJ, I'm for the most part very silent. Yeah. The very opposite of, of DJ Mondo. Like yes, he talks a people. lot. Yeah. yeah, he's telling people to jump and everything, and then I actually met up with him and like was picking his brain about stuff. I had him on the show the other day. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Saw that. Uh, he's so cool. He's, um, he's so funny too. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. He's, uh, he's an absolute riot, but like just watching him DJ and everything, and I'm like, you have so much confidence just to go out there and scream at people and tell them to do this stuff and then they do it which like it makes sense because yeah. you're just like so confident with how you're approaching it but mm -hmm. I'm just like I'm just gonna play the song yeah. that I know that they're gonna like and then I'm gonna interact with them through what I do on the board yeah. versus what I'm doing on the microphone you mm -hmm. know um, 
and I think if I just implemented the microphone thing and kind of got rid of that insecurity, I would take it another level up. Um, but we're, we're working on that. Yeah, also yeah. I love that cup. It's yeah. a great cup. Uh, big shout out. Um, you can get these at any of your, your local uh, Toys R Us or Boston store. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Yogi B's uh, soon-to-be sister-in-law actually made this for me for my birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had to bring it on the show just to showcase it. Oh, well, awesome. It's so, she made it. Like, this is incredible. It's tie-dye, which is very on-brand for me. It's got my logo and everything. And it <laughs> yeah. Drinks and it keeps them cold. This was my lifeline when I was, the, the day after my birthday, I had to load this thing up with water like 18 times. Like, yeah, absolutely. Love it. Spectacular. All right. Samer, Alpine, uh, great conversation. Absolutely, thank uh, you so much. Yeah, of course, had, had a good time. Uh, Samer, what keeps you up at night? Uh, Shelly's dumbass head. <laughs> she, she's a big ass head. She's for real, <laughs> yeah. bro. But it's, it's there's so much, uh, there's so many uh, you know, ideas flowing in. Oh, yeah, yeah, insults, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> Alpine, what keeps you up at night? Uh, if like there's a big light in the room, you know, um, oh, sure. I can't sleep with that. You know, if it's too cold or too hot, it has to be like, just like the right temperature for me. You know, man, you're a picky ass sleeper. <laughs> Damn, I I can't sleep in silence, and I also can't sleep in darkness either. I need like an I have a night light that I still use. Oh yeah, so are you like afraid of the dark or? Yeah, I I, th <laughs> I, I think it's like um, I don't know I. There's a lot of things that went bump in the dark uh, okay, growing sure. up, and I'm like, I need to have a light. It's like a security thing. No doubt, no doubt. But some people can only sleep when it's dark. So. Yeah, like I can do a little light, but then I have to have like a fan on for some light noise, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> uh, Samra, what puts you to sleep? My three cats. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so well, heartfelt. Yeah, that is adorable. They, they like, they cuddle with you and stuff? Oh, yeah. All three of them. Oh, good. My cats aren't allowed in my room. What? My door shuts, you know, oh, and I, yeah, I feel, yeah, they, they're naughty, but, um, uh, Alpine will put you to sleep. Shlee's music. Oh. oh. And, and copious amounts of marijuana. Uh, that would, well, that's a, that's a good combo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thanks for being on the show. Yeah, man, thanks for having that's us. Kind of fun. Yeah, Thank you guys for being so on the much. show. Yep, so remember, uh, keep an eye out for, uh, Alpine's, uh, tall ass, um, you know, uh, spinning, uh, Finest hip hop in Milwaukee. And some hot garbage. And hot garbage. Steaming hot garbage. Steaming. And uh, hit up Samer if you want a photo shoot. Hell yeah. Um, it's uh, just Samer Ghani, your name. Your total, or excuse me, your, your uh, tag. Cool. Uh, all right. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Mr. Nice Guy.